Finero, how is it that Garrett Wilson and Drake London were both better with Joe Flacco at quarterback? Rookie Fever, the show that looks closely at NFL rookie values all year long. With your hosts, Swagzilla Zero G. We can't all be winners. And Mike, the feverish Fidero. It's never in a vacuum! Nothing is in a vacuum! The Rookie Fever Podcast. We're just having fun and we're working, baby. That's it, baby. Come. Wait, Welcome back to Rookie Fever, episode 294. 95? Three, I think. 393, three. 293. Let it be. And I'm here, as always, with the feverish Fenero. Fenero, what, what did up? you say after I said something about Drake London? What I did you say I'm, in our intro there? said I'm very, very worried about Zach Wilson. It's crazy. Yeah, we didn't even have a segment last week, and I, I, made, a, uh, I made a statement about Zach Wilson. Let's just say, bring me back, Joe Flacco. Hell, even Mike White. But how did he help Drake London so much? (laughs) That's what the hell I want to know. Like, they both fell off the face of the earth the same time. And I know that because of how we were talking about them within that time span. So then still. It's also Zach Wilson's fault. (laughs) That is. Like, Zach Wilson needs to do a better job getting Drake London the ball. But still the same. They had, I don't know how many weeks it's been, three or four weeks. They're they're eligible. We're not doing predictions tonight. We don't have a guest. And um, honestly, we're doing some Halloween stuff tonight. We're going to have some fun with that. But it's been what? like It feels like three or four weeks since these guys have popped into the top 12. Does that sound moderately correct, Fenero? Yeah, I think probably I want to say Drake London might have snuck in there for one that you're, that you're they are uh, both, not counting. They are both – Five and six overall still in the rookie rankings, according to Mm. our rookie fever scoring. And they are like so close. Drake London has 73.5 fantasy points and Garrett Wilson has 73.45. So 0.05 points separates them. Still the same. Like we were making our jokes earlier on, like we said, about how they just keep sticking so close and going back and forth. They're 0.05 points apart still yeah they're both they're both back to back at rookie number seven and rookie number eight in week three and then after that they're they're on the fringe almost every other week yeah craziness yeah Uh, somebody put some freaking razor blades in the apples and we have to go into a halloween (laughs) show with a Brees hall injury out for the season we have to talk about that don't we we do it's so awful it is awful. It it's, happens. Uh, yeah, it's tough though too. Like I, I think um, you had asked me about a trade shortly after that, and this is commonly what you'll see with losing a running back early. Like there's people, there's contenders, and there's people that want to move them. There's people that want to try to snag them because value shifts. You lost them for the year, so it has to shift. I mean, he was well on his way to RB one. Like, like not. I'm talking about dynasty RB1. He was like on his way. That was his trajectory. And um and you you sent a trade over my way and I and and uh, or 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 an offer or something that you were like contemplating and and my yeah. first my first question to you is like is it is it more than the ACL because my concerns go now into next year. Like we know he'll 
we know he'll be back for training camp. I think we're pretty sure of that. But we've seen these injuries just really affect a player the following year. And then that's just my next concern. Like, how does this affect Brees Hall in 2023? Right. And his value. Yeah. It's a shame, man. I mean, he's he's just stone-cold stud. There's no yep. doubts about it. Luckily, hopefully, that Kenneth Walker can carry that torch for the rest of the season. Yeah. And I think he can, man. Kenneth Walker's been stud. The real deal. I won't use any of our... Well, I'll just say he's been a treat. Because we're yes, doing some trick-or-treat tonight, <laughs> and he's absolutely been a treat. 100%. Nobody would argue with that. So Fenero brought some Halloween candies. Do you want to do candies first? We can do candies first. I'm, I'm curious to hear about your candies. Now, here's the big question. Yes. Are your candies the joke? Or are the players? Like, are, what if you use, like... Candies I hate. Yeah, there's a little As, bit of and both. What if your what if your what if your favorite candy is my least favorite candy? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that can be a problem. You'll have to. We'll we'll use that as an opportunity for you to debate the other side. If you we are using the feverish <laughs> Fenero's exquisite taste buds this evening. <laughs> I think the first candy is my favorite swag. I think you might agree with me too because. Uh, I went back to, I don't know, I want to say two or three years when I used this candy. And, and I tried to think, like, who makes me think of candy corn? You know, you, you're fooled as, 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 as kids to think candy corn is, is good, like that it's candy because it says candy in its name. And it's, it's really not good. Once you taste it, it's, it's fool's gold. Like, it's like Christian weird, weird sugar. Like Christian Watson. Christian Watson is my candy corn of this year in 2022. It's a a kind of good one. You know, I have to interrupt you. That's a kind of good one because he's kind of like he he fit the model. Right. He seemed like the specimen. And one thing about candy corn I've always wondered is not only how, but why they take the time to make them so (laughs) cool looking. And like they're so perfectly colored and they they like you said they look like like wow okay you know i want to try this <laughs> but they've absolutely wasted their time on one of the crummiest candies but it yeah it, it'll keep selling <laughs> it does it does it sells every year i don't know how well it sells but i'll tell you what man they, they, they should just take the candy out of candy corn because that shit stinks i dig it so <laughs> so we're getting rid of christian watson oh yeah yeah, I mean, I never had Christian Watson, but if you have him, get rid of him. Guy can't stay healthy, or they know he's so raw, they don't even want to bother putting him on the field, and I think it's the latter. Yeah, I, I think it might be the latter, too. I yeah. think Aaron Rodgers liked Romeo Dobbs more the entire time. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't couldn't quite come out and say it. And now you even have to start to worry about Dobbs a little bit on a weekly basis. He had a couple drops, but I still like Dobbs, though. Yeah, he's 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 gonna find his way. Romeo Dobbs is gonna find his way into the candies, and he might also find his way into trick or treat segment later on. So what? Lot lots to talk about with Romeo Dobbs. Let's go. <laughs> um, Give me some more well, candy. Yeah. So this candy one. Corn. <laughs> so this one is the payday, and uh, this is another candy that I I visited uh, years ago, and I th- I think the payday this year and you just mentioned garrett wilson drake london real high draft picks and rookie drafts it's chris olave so he's rookie number number three 
rookie wide receiver number one, and that's just after you got done talking about Garrett Wilson in London, which were higher picks than him in every rookie draft, at least every rookie draft I was in. But he's also NFL wide receiver 12 after seven weeks, and he already had his bye week. So he's doing it with two different QBs in seven games. He's earning 13 or 14 targets. He's going to do it again this week because Michael Thomas and Landry are going to be out. Chris Olave, payday all the way. Love it. I don't have any Chris Olave. Dude, neither do I. It sucks so bad. Um, I, I don't think I expected this to happen so quickly, <laughs> quite honestly. Like, we liked Chris Olave. Yes, we did. But we didn't like, like Chris Olave. <laughs> I think we'd be lying if we did. You know, I don't want to be that person that's like, yep. I love Sky more before his landing spot. <laughs> but there's nowhere to prove it. Yeah, I don't think we were high on Chris Olave. I know some others were. But, man, he's been in a great situation. Michael Thomas has been out. Yeah. And he's done well with those opportunities. And 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 the reason I did payday is mainly because he, he just he did it from day one. Just, you know what I mean? Like, Chris Olave's been doing this, like, since week one. Like, out the gate swag. Yep. Yeah, yeah so he's a nice little he, treat. He really has. And like you said, with different quarterbacks as well. Yeah. I want I have more, more candy. candy. I have more candy. So I'm going to go back to Green Bay, and I'm going to pull out of my candy bag and offer you a Butterfinger. And that Butterfinger is Romeo Dobbs right now, dude. He's in third place of all NFL wide receivers this season with five drops. Third place, 33 catchable targets, five drops. Romeo Dobbs has definitely fallen out of favor, at least last week with who you do not want to fall out of favor with Aaron Rodgers. Do you know Rogers. how many of those came from last week, though? Um, the funny thing about last week, dude, is I, yeah, I, I, I bet two of them because I think that um, it happened early and Rodgers said, okay, okay, check, I'm done with you today. And that, that kind of sounds like Rodgers. Um, yeah. I, I do, you said at the top of the show that you, you still like him. I still like him too. But he has had more than last week as far as a bad game. He's had a stretch now where it's been not, it's been pretty awful uh, the last four weeks. So I think he has a bounce back this week, but I think a lot of it's going to be force fed um, because we have no Alan Lazard. So Romeo Dobbs, stop being a Butterfinger, catch the ball. Get back into Aaron Rodgers' favor. We still love you, but he's my Butterfinger this Halloween. Butterfinger Dobbs. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you have a tendency to say stuff that, that that lasts like the whole season long. I don't want to call Dobbs Butterfinger Dobbs all season. Eight Man, for eight is still legendary. Eight for eight, Gabriel Davis <laughs> didn't come back right away. Nobody's going to give us credit for liking Gabriel Davis before no. everybody else. Oh, hell no. You, no, you don't They'll give that. some guy credit This that started talking about him this week, and they'll be like, man, he likes Gabriel Davis a lot. He's my favorite fantasy analyst ever. That's how it works. That's how Dude, it works. it is. It's yeah. so sick. Or they pick them right before they're just going to have a, like a silly matchup. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of silly, my Whopper of the year. So you know the Whoppers, the candy? Heck yes, I know the Whoppers. I hope that you're going to say something good about them. <laughs> oh, yeah. My Whopper this year is Kenneth Walker because he can throw up a Whopper at any time. He has a touchdown of 69 yards, a touchdown of 74 yards. <laughs> Both for Pater. Love 
me some whoppers. Love me some Kenneth Walker. He's got the burst, the power, breakaway speed. He's showcased all of this, and he's only 21 years old. Kenneth Walker, what a whopper. Yeah, love it. <laughs> I have a decent amount of Walker, and it was, again, none of the – it wasn't because I'm smart. It was because he was the cheaper of the two running backs in this class. And he's the one that was obtainable early on anyway. You know what I mean? So yeah. I have a decent amount of Walker. I think you're being modest with a decent amount. I know for a fact you own a shit ton of Walker. Yeah, that's a decent amount, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not as great as Swift, but it's right up there, dude. You own a lot but, of Kenneth Walker. But if I came if, if you came <laughs> over, someone was like, dude, I got a decent amount of eggs. You know you're getting <laughs> breakfast, right? Like, That's a good point. You make a good point. <laughs> I'd cook you. I'd go get you eggs anyway, Fenero. But <laughs> All right, good. good no good, I need good. to stress. Whew, I was getting a little nervous there. <laughs> All right, would you like me to reach in the bag for another candy or two? Yes. All right. So this one, I gotta, I gotta use both hands because it's, it's a large candy. It's the king size Reese's cup, and in this kind, in this particular instance, it's the king size tease me cup. We talked about it at the top of the show. Brees Hall. Oh my God! What a what a what a what a king size opportunity this man got after week one. Pretty much, he he is the guy. Like I said at the top of the show, ascending to RB one overall in dynasty, taken away from us way 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 too soon. Very very sad news. Brees Hall, you're still the king size Reese Cup. You don't earn that easy, and uh, he earned it this year. In uh, in the weeks that we got to got to see him, absolutely. And do not let any zero RB enthusiasts out there make you think otherwise, and don't make them think that like this means Bijan Robinson is worth less or running backs in general. They're still they're still what wins fantasy championships if you have a lot of them. If you had one and you thought you were going to be good for the season. You probably lost them at this point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, unless you had Nicholas Chubb or there, there's some guys that haven't gotten hurt. I'm, I'm being cynical here. But if you had lots of running backs, you just keep rotating them in. Yep. And it, you don't even know people are hurt. It, <laughs> yeah, as, dude, as weird as that sounds, yep. like, but people are like, oh, man, this happened. Like, yep. it's the zero RB crowd. And I, I, I guarantee you that they... They don't do that good in their leagues. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> it is the hardest position to try to fill in any way, shape, or form, whether it's trade or you're doing redraft and you're on the waiver wire. It's it's just the the hardest one. Uh, maybe in Superflex, if a quarterback would be the hardest, but other than Superflex, I mean, running back is, they're the diamonds. They're, they're yep. the things that everybody wants, and there's very limited amount of them. And for that, reason they're precious and it's just it is what it is you can and they don't break their hips like jamar chase and i'm totally joking yeah but it's so i get so sick and tired of every time a running back goes down there's somebody celebrating because they get to use a meh wide receiver and then like they act like nothing happens to wide receivers and their top 12 wide receiver rankings hit when it's like you got Christian Kirk sure. coming in and out of it and like guys from nowhere, you know, yeah. Chris Olave, like you mentioned. Yeah. So, yeah, 100%. that's all I have to say about that. Don't get me started <laughs> on Kadarius Tony this week. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Well, I got one more candy before we go over to Trick or Treat. And uh, that last candy is the Blow Pop. Nice surprise in the middle. We had a slow start with Mitchell Trubisky for George Pickens with just five catches in his first three games. But in his last four, he's had 21. He also, just like Blow Pops, comes in lots of flavors. And what I mean by that is he can make sideline catches. He can make toe tappers. He can make intense concentration look like no problem. Leap over a defender, snatch it away with authority. George Pickens comes in every flavor, but he also was a nice surprise. Not too big of a surprise for some, but surprise nonetheless. He was definitely not a rookie first rounder. And for me, uh, he's one of uh, he's one of those uh, nice uh, nice rookies that people are getting excited about, including myself. And he comes with some gum gum at the end, so your opponents can chew on it a little bit. There you go, chew on that. Chew. Was that your last one? That was my last candy. All six candies for you, Swag. All six for me? Yep. Which one was your favorite candy? Um, probably the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, but it sounds a little <laughs> bit rich for my tummy today, if I'm being yeah. completely honest with you. Yeah, well, the thing about a king size is you could have just one cup and put the rest away for later, because that's what we're doing with Breeze Hall. Fenero, Campus of Canton put out a couple new things. Did you saw see that? that? I saw that tweet, yep. Just retweeted it before the show. Yeah, they've got 200 ranked recruits, including the positional players, added. They've also added an athletic comparison tool. will help compare and allow to compare to the past, current, and future players. That has to be just an intense amount of data. That I mean, this is... I, I don't know who else is doing this. If you're doing this, yeah. you're not doing it as well because I haven't heard about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. But another great tool put out by campstacan.com. Head over there, use code fever, save some money, 10%. If you would have done that earlier, you could have even been a part of our listener league. Ugh. You missed out. How are we doing in that? Um, you know what we, the cheat code was for building? the listeners? <laughs> What's that? Talking to us into using sleeper. Ah, uh, yeah. That was that the was ultimate kinda... cheat code. If if you ever want to like do good against analysts in fantasy football, have them join sleeper. a sleeper league because we don't take it that serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. It's really true. Like, and I'm not, and it's awesome to like play with different people, and and that's one nice thing about sleeper is how available it is. But, but we don't use that. Nah, it's tough. You have like you have like double digit leagues in MFL and then you have oh shit, I gotta go over to my sleeper leagues. Yeah. Sleeper league is very eye appeasing, it's very cartoony, it's uh not serious to me. I have a hard time with it. <laughs> it's just something that I'm just like, why am I here? <laughs> they should truly get rid of those little uh I don't even know what they are, the characters. It's cheesy as hell. Yeah, like I mean they could they could make that classier. Like, I literally have to like focus to it too just so I don't get so many stupid alerts from them. Yeah, that's which makes true. it so you yeah. get less league alerts. We're never going to get a sleeper um promotion. But then again, just to pump up both Dynasty Nerds and Campus the Canton, we wouldn't want one because we only want to suggest sites that we enjoy and sleepers not one of them yeah and, and i totally agree with you on that and also like if sleeper hasn't found us yet i don't think they're i don't <laughs> think they're hearing this today that's a good point they're probably not hearing this today and that's their loss so 
Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's the ultimate cheat code. Yeah, just just stick us on sleeper. <laughs> so, how are we doing? <laughs> We're not doing great. On the co- I'll speak to the college side. The college side, I'm I'm truly hoping is going to bring us some NFL recruits next year because it's doing pretty shitty on the college side. I believe we are ten out of twelve swag. I'm not used to being down there like that. But this is also a league that I've never done before. You've never done before. College players, I didn't know. And I'm enjoying the learning process of it, for sure. I'm enjoying the group of guys that we have and the chat that we jump in and out of. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of fan tracks either since we're sitting on platforms. Um, I feel like I have to deal with some issue on fan tracks every single week. The guys it's always left. like right before we're setting lineups and doing dude, other stuff. And dude, don't even get me started. Yeah, being a commissioner on fan tracks is like a part-time job. I don't, I do not love it. But the guys that are in the league are 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 being pretty cool about it. They understand that I I've never set up a league on that platform, and I think I'm doing a pretty decent job. Um, I, I it just is a pain in the ass. Mentioned it a good way though, um, and it's definitely definitely agree with you on the people in the league. But then there is like something to be said about having a league including site that you're motivated to go to yeah and when you start to not like fan tracks and you start to not like sleeper and you're kind of like taking a side just because you're entering into that app yeah it's no fun no i think you summarized it it, it takes it away just a little bit for me yeah me too so but yeah great group (laughs) we will uh see how they take us wanting to move to a different site in the future <laughs> yeah i think there's nothing we can do on the college side at least not right now so right i know i know and that I'm, is what it is but um half joking yeah i hear you some deep rosters over there on the college side too 40 guys so it's crazy yeah so we are going to be doing some trick-or-treat and some things that maybe scare us a little bit nice but i wanted to start with a big one Fenero, a whopper Go not not the it. candy, not the candy. <laughs> no pun intended. What do you got for us? You, you know, I'm going all in here. I'm tricking, I'm treating, and I'm a little bit scared of still of this entire quarterback class. You might get a little bit of treat sooner than later out of Malik Willis with the Ryan Tannehill injury going on. But, I mean, I'm thinking, like, I've been doing this show with you. And I know your memory is not always the best, but... <laughs> Do you no, he's right. remember how passionate I was about Desmond Ritter versus Isaiah Spiller, for example? No, I actually, you're right. I do, I do not remember because I was, it was ridiculous to me in the moment that people were so sure about Desmond Ritter, but crapping mm. on Isaiah, Isaiah Spiller. Spiller. I still don't know if I was right or wrong, or if that was just a conversation that wasn't even worth having. Because, I, I mean, I don't feel great about Desmond Ritter moving forward at this point. It's not like he's got, well, is Aaron Rodgers a good example this year? <laughs> but it's not like he's got Jared Goff in front of him holding him back or anything. No. <laughs> Everybody's like, Jared Goff. But you know what I mean? <laughs> so even Desmond Ritter, you start to wonder, like, what's going to happen here with his future? Malik Willis is probably the only one I'm sort of like, I mean, maybe Sam Howell. But then they give that to Taylor Heineke. Yeah, I kind of thought that was going to happen. So I'm, I'm, I feel like we got tricked, and it was early on. You know, I'm bringing it back up. We don't talk about quarterbacks a lot here. But I think we got tricked a little bit on all of it. Even Kenny Pickett I'm a little bit scared of. The whole wraps in the quarterbacks here. And I, I've got some more unquarterback related stuff, but 
I just wanted to group them all together, Finero. No, that's a good one. I remember. I remember. Um, I mean, rookie fever doesn't spend a lot of time on quarterbacks, period. But I do remember, in particular, this class. Uh, even when you and I guessed it on a few shows, just being just not even willing to talk about this QB class a- after after the draft, right? So before the draft, we had some Malik Willis talk we have we had we had every quarterback had a little bit of like mystery behind them but then after the draft the nfl confirmed that these guys were not good enough in a league where we need quarterbacks look at the quarterbacks in this league today yeah how many quarterbacks could be injected into this league today a dozen a dozen you know, so so yeah. this class no, was. We have Sam Ellinger starting. Yeah, dude, it's re, it's god awful out there. It, it, if if there was ever a sport that needed an influx at a position, it's quarterback, and it's this league, and we got nothing. Yeah, we maybe got Kenny Pickett. We yep. might have gotten Kenny Pickett. We still don't know about that. Um, but yeah, no, I I think that's a good one. And what do you have? This is Count <laughs> my, my trick is specifically Sky Moore. I think I'm finally on board with you, Swag. Uh, it might be Kansas City. I mean, Kansas City has tricked so many people into drafting players high. And Sky Moore, I think, is getting added to the list. The fact that they went out and traded to get Kadarius Tony for a third and a sixth. The fact that Sky Moore cannot earn playing time. The fact that they use this draft capital and he's not getting playing time. I, I feel like not only have we been tricked, but I feel like maybe the Chiefs are telling us that they feel like they got tricked as well. And it's starting to scare me. Yeah, but how could they? Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are so smart. <laughs> They'll figure it out. They're so smart that they don't even want to put that new player that's so good on the field. There, he Sky Moore is now in. He's in a category where he needs to be an outlier because he's missed half the season with zero production, and that doesn't happen with great wide receivers. Yeah, that doesn't happen with good wide receivers. Um, the only one that comes even to the top of my head that only had a year, year and a half of successful production was Chark. Chark was nothing his his uh, his 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 rookie year, and then his second year he blew up. Like that is a stone cold outlier. Like I would have a hard time coming up with names. He like Sky Moore's there now, guys. Like Sky Moore is officially there. Whether you you think he has the potential or not, all it is is kinetic energy. Like or I'm sorry, potential energy. There's nothing kinetic to look at, and it's it's. Because this is a Halloween episode, I, I just feel like it's time for me to to finally give in and say, yeah, I need to admit it. We all need to admit it. We're scared. You can say there's as much potential in the world. You can say that he's tethered to Mahomes. You can go on and on about your narrative that started way back when he was drafted. But the reality is we're now seven games in, and the guy can't earn snaps. And it's really scary if you're invested. And if you're invested, you did use your first on him. And it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. I saw him go as early as 104. Yeah, no, that that was yeah. I, I mean, I, it was always that was more rare. But I yeah. never had Sky more. Yeah, he's usually the back of the first, but yeah, it I, was I usually. But I mean, you still see those things. He was going before Alave a lot. Um, yeah. So to your point, yeah. So it's yeah, dude. It's the Halloween episode is is it's time, guys. It's it Monday's Halloween. It's time for us all to admit that we're scared about Sky more. I mean, I think you were tricked. Yeah, oh, it's definitely. I feel tricked. 
like it was like you went you went to the house that gave you pennies <laughs> and and you thought it was going to be good like last year they lived there and they were giving out bad like big candy bars yeah this year somebody else moved in and it was pennies uh, that's all you got i don't and think you thought ever it was gotten... gonna be so much more and honestly finero nailed it when he said it was the chiefs i mean how many freaking times are you gonna allow yourselves to fall into these traps because of the chiefs like chiefs is fantasy football's home team <laughs> and and it doesn't do a whole lot for you when you just keep chasing it like that right the nice thing is you can always trade them and you should probably do the same thing with Kadarius tony quite honestly because he is he's like perfect timing the chiefs thought you know what let's get one more for him halloween weekend like something else that they can go crazy about for absolutely no reason at all <laughs> And let's trade for let's trade for Kadarius Tony right now. Yeah, that's it would be the right time. And then and then so then like you have people that are like well respected in the community telling me that Wandale Robinson is going to be so much better now that Kadarius Tony's gone and Daniel Jones just lost value because Kadarius Tony is gone. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't hear that one, dude. Do you know how many targets Kadarius <laughs> Tony has this year? Uh, two, three. He caught two of them. <laughs> That's gonna hurt Daniel Jones a lot, having him on the sideline jumping over players while he's pretending to be injured. <laughs> Is that like how Elijah Moore zero targets affects Garrett Wilson? Exactly. <laughs> It's crazy, dude. So everybody's like, oh, all these vacated targets. Like, and where are they? Like, do people even, like, look at information before they say stuff? Cause, <laughs> no. Because no, I do. I no. either already know something or I'm going to, like, if I have an idea, I don't want to just be like, oh, and it's this, this, and this. Like, <laughs> that's why we're even careful on the show if we don't know something. I'm like, oh, I think it's blah, blah. You know what right, I mean? Right. But those are not vacated targets targets that doesn't hurt daniel jones to have a head case out of your locker room <laughs> stop doing this to people like honestly okay <laughs> bad timing this was going to be my i wanted to have some final thoughts to the show this week we're gonna do it right here first of all at fantasy receipts on twitter is one of the best things that has happened to fantasy twitter in a very long time i truly 100 percent Hope I never know who's running that account. I don't want to like them and I don't want to dislike them in any way from my past. I like what they're doing, whether I like them or not. I think they're doing an amazing job at it. They're digging up stuff from people that have led people the wrong way. Listen, you're probably not listening to my show. If you're some guy out there trying to overhype yourself every week, you're probably not listening to the show. But here's the thing. If that's what you're doing, if you want to be popular, that's awesome. If you're good at making yourself popular, that's even awesome. I wish I was better at that. But with that becomes great responsibilities. You are making yourself popular for what reason? Just so people talk to you and people hit you, people like you, people follow you. I don't get it. Why I would want to be popular is to try to help people out. That's the responsibility you are taking on. So if you just have BS takes, shit takes, people believe in you more and more every time you make yourself a little bit more popular, 
you are steering people the wrong way. You are losing people money and they believe in you and you don't think you should be called out for that. Listen, you know, you're wrong. You already know you gave somebody wrong advice. Like, does that not affect you? Because man, if you're sitting in one of my chats anywhere and I'm like, start this guy over this guy, freaking easy. And then I'm wrong this weekend. I feel that I'm like, damn, I was so confident. And like, man, I hope he didn't listen to me for whatever reason, but you're just out there. Like, don't call me out. It's like, it's like when you know your mom sucks and you talk about her all the time, you talk about her to your friends and then your best friend probably brings it up to you because you've been talking about it so much. And then it hurts a little bit more, doesn't it? Like you don't want to quite hear it, but you already knew it anyway. Like you're just wrong. It's not a big deal. Like all of us are wrong, but if you can't handle that, Honestly, you, you need to like back off being popular. I'm not even saying you need to stop talking about fantasy football, but you need to change the reasons you're doing it and you don't need to be popular to give crappy advice. But there is a responsibility that comes with this, whether you like it or not. And and there's honestly so many bullshit people out there that haven't been called out that don't care about your fantasy teams and they're going to continue doing it and driving the train and absolutely zero accountability sorry Fenero. dude i love it <laughs> those are my final thoughts we're i love it i love the passion no yeah i know right i love the passion dude no i i i, I and i know you i know you well and um and i'm the same way like if uh, i mean shit dude forget forget this podcast forget twitter if a friend reaches out to me and says should i start x y or z and and I and I I choose the wrong option. I'm literally thinking and caring about that more than my own team. Yes, because I gave somebody advice and they <laughs> trusted me, and I failed them. Like I care about that way more than my own teams. My own yeah, teams, I've I'm like, oh, thought. they'll be fine over the year. All I care about is that one piece of advice I gave out to my buddy. Yeah, because he, you know, he's one win away from being knocked out, you know, or something like that, and that's why he reached out. And it's like, damn, man. So if you're not I feel like if, if you're giving advice and you don't care that much, and I think this summarizes a little bit of what you were trying to say, then just get out of the game because you should care. It's not about, like, I mean, at least for me, I mean, you know for a fact I have 1,500 total followers. For me, it's not about that. Um, it, first off, it's about this community, the people I like in the community, and, and talking and, and working within this uh, that those circles and meeting new people that – that I think didn't think I would ever meet across this country. That's what it's really Absolutely. for me. But but outside of that, there's a lot of garbage too. And um, sometimes it's hard to turn away from it. It can get kind of ugly. But it, it's um, so ugly. And I don't yeah. mean to totally go off on it. I try to keep Twitter off the show because yeah, it's, it's in a, a weird it's a way like hole, free sponsorship, <laughs> even though everybody's already there. Yeah. But I don't know, man. There's just something about it, and like that popularity thing. And people caring more about that popularity and trying to one up somebody on Twitter, whether it's even good advice or not, than caring about if they're giving good advice and actually like actionable driving teams, helping people win championships and or in Dynasty, putting them in a good situation moving forward to do it. It's yeah. sad. Anyway, That's if you want to find me on Twitter, I am at Swagzilla0G. He is at Otbok TV. <laughs> Completely underfollowed, too. Like, he's so humble about it. If anything, the problem is he's a busy dude and just not on there as much as some people. I, I truly believe Fenero is underfollowed still the same, though. And the crickets. <laughs>
Yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell right there. You were also tricked by James Cook, Fantasy, Twitter. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Is that one of your tricks? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't one of mine. <laughs> I was tricked by others. <laughs> we're talking about no accountability tonight, so I don't have to be. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. But no, he was an absolute trick, man. Oh, like, for sure. My, my biggest one, like if I was going to go into mine, and I think you know it, Fenero, and I mentioned it too early on an ish wish, but it's Isaiah Spiller. That oh, was yeah. probably my biggest like trick that I kind of bit. And Would it be safe to say that you had Spiller for similar reasons that you had Walker? He was just that cheap, and he was a running back? Mm. He was much cheaper than Walker. Like I, mean, oh, he I, was, I even drafted I him after Damian Pierce, you know. And oh, yeah. I haven't. Um, he got. Haven't he got acquired, more and more out of favor. I haven't acquired any Isaiah Spiller since the season <laughs> started. Whereas Walker, I was still trying to buy into. But Spiller, yeah. right away, it was more concerning. Yeah, he was. He was. He was kind of hated, and I feel like sometimes when when players are hated that much, Kadarius Tony was one of those players. Actually, I think people yeah. forget that he was hated like straight out of the draft. Like nobody liked him. Um, so you were getting him much, much later, and those guys can be tempting. They the temptation can lead you to to getting tricked too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're hated for a reason, and um, you know, in, in Kadarius Tony's case, it was. He was really raw. He was, you know, we can see on the field when he is out there, the few times he is, that, you know, he, he has, you know, elite uh, change of direction. Like, he's he's crazy out there like that. But he isn't a wide receiver yet. You know, he just really isn't. And, and it sounds like he's got more than an attitude to be let go like that, a first-round pick to let go that soon after being a first-round pick. That that smells bad, dude. And uh, and I think Andy Reid thinks, well, I, if I can make Tyree kill, you know, you know, go the straight and narrow, maybe I could do the same thing with Kadarius Tony. New England's been historically doing that, you know, like I'll bring in this malcontent and I'll straighten him out. I think Kadarius Tony has some issues. Yeah. Um, and what I mean by that is just between the ears. I'm not trying to say the guy has, you know, anything. I'm not I'm not trying to go out of my way to say that that. You know, he, he's a malcontent or anything. What I'm trying to say is there's something beyond football with him that we aren't completely privy to. A team does not get rid of a first-round pick like that when they have no wide receivers. Yeah. I think he's a tad too proud for what he's accomplished. That's probably part of it. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of part ego. Of it, you know, sure. there's, I'm sure there's a lot, but I think he's just a tad too proud and yeah. hasn't done a whole lot. And then, I mean, I in today's day and age, too, when you constantly have – even just fantasy Twitter alone, which you see that if you ever Google your name, you know what I mean? If you did <laughs> right. Google Kadarius Phony, you'll find me. But if you dig, you know what I mean? So if you constantly yeah. see all these people hyping you, like you're a star, whether it's for good reasons or bad. And then again, like it comes into that responsibility of us. And now we have people going out there thinking Kadarius Tony is going to be this next thing on this other team. Because people just won't let it go. And it's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any treats for us tonight? Spin it positive. I need some positivity. Well, man, all of our treats are going to be similar. You mentioned Olave in the top of the show. Obvious treat. We've mentioned Walker. I know both you and I love Damian Pierce. That's my treat for this. The treats are so easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something that's scaring me, though, Fenero, and I don't know, like, talk me out of this, like, 
Um, what would make me feel good if I was scared? Um, but I'm a little bit concerned about the Jahan Dotson injuries and the history. And if this is something we're going to have to continue to deal with, or if he's going to get me on the mend and just be healthy for me, or if he's always going to be kind of beat up questionable. Also something we don't want to see in a rookie year. I, I'd ra I like the situations better with like, Hopefully we get a treat from Jameson Williams, but when they're injured and sitting out and getting better rather than when you're constantly staying hobbled through an injury. Yeah. I mean, are you concerned about, I mean, it's, it's the hamstring, right? Like that, that, that's Hands one of those time. It's the hamstring. Yeah. It's, to me that, to me, the hamstring is, is, it's one of those. I mean, that's the, I'm, I'm if my recollection is correct and you did say my memory sucks and you're not wrong. Um, I believe it was I believe it was um, Odell Beckham that had you know a very very late start to his rookie season because of a hamstring. Those things are just nasty. I don't think Jahan Dachson has a college history of injury, so I think this is just a, a very ill-timed um, bump in the road for Dotson. I really like the player, and I hope you're you know what you're hoping for comes true, which is that, you know, this, this isn't a thing with him. Uh, it's easy to say that with the sample size we have, cause he's been off the field a lot more than he's been on, but I, I'm not, I'm not particularly worried. It's a hamstring. Uh, they want to make sure he's good before they put him back out there again. And honestly, the team's kind of a mess. Yeah. That's, that's a good yeah. point too. The team is kind of a mess. I hope you're right, man, because Jahan Dotson was really fun to watch at the beginning of the year. Yeah, he was. Decent Great. amount. He's somebody I like a lot, and I want to see succeed. I think you're right. I think I think I should probably be more on that side of it too. Change the from like Freddy Krueger to Huey Halloween, and not be so scared. Have you watched <laughs> <Yeah>. that movie? <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't watched it, but I know what you're talking about, dude. It's you have to watch that. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Anybody out there that has watched it is like, yes, go watch it, please. <laughs> How has Finero not seen that? It's like when Dave didn't see Christmas Vacation. That's a silly. Okay, not quite the same. Come on. Uh, not not quite the same. Yeah, that's silly. I think they're doing a remake of it. Seriously? Yeah, they are. <sighs> I know. I don't want it either, but they're doing it. They're, dude, they're going to be remaking pretty much every movie that you and I grow up with. That's like, funny. seriously, I'll send you the YouTube link. There's like 20 movies that should not be remade that they're going to remake, and that's one of them. Mm. All right. What about your treats? Because the treats are easy. My, I just came. I just came. I came guns a blazing for Damian Pierce as my treat. Uh, rookie number two, pretty much straight out of the gate too. What do we have to do? Wait one week. We've had to wait much longer for for studs like Jonathan Taylor, Alvin Kamara, Chubb. Nick Chubb, all of them. We've had to wait. He's RB twelve on the season after seven weeks, and he also had his bye week, averaging ninety four point two rushing yards a game since week two. Uh, I love this his guy. Tape, love too. this guy. Like he looks violent. Good. Yeah, he's yeah. violent. Yeah, you so he's got to keep him healthy. He is. Um, if you remember, um, this dude is a gym rat. He is thick and strong. This is not somebody that. Uh, I mean, you uh, soft tissue, soft tissue, right? But I'll tell you right now. I, you know what? I'm going to stop talking about it right now because I inadvertently gave Isaiah Likely three quarters of football to play. 
on Thursday night because I said out loud on this show that I would love to see Mark Andrew get hurt for just a little <laughs> bit so we could see Isaiah Likely. So I'm going to take those words out of my mouth. I never use Damian Pierce and the I word in the same sentence. Erase that. Strike it. Stay healthy, Damian Pierce. You're my treat this year. I love you. You are making good fantasy teams great and great fantasy teams off to championships. I am super excited to have Damian Pierce on as many squads as I do. Yeah. What would you have to have added to Damian Pierce to move Brees Hall? Mm. Wow, dude, that's tough. These this injury stuff is so difficult. I think that's the how some much of the money for could me. you win before Brees Hall's back? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, hmm. dude. That's hmm. what I'm thinking, dude. You're gonna take you're gonna take Pierce off my squad right now. That's like you know six in one, five and two. I, I I can't. Oh my god, it's so hard to do. You're ripping the heart out of a team. I know. It's so hard to giving do. You, giving you one of these, though. It's so hard to do. Oh, oh yeah, championship no. ring. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, he's he's Damian Pierce is that guy this year. Damian Pierce is that guy this year. And and probably Kenneth Walker. Those two, those two in redraft and dynasty are going to win championships for yeah. teams. There's no doubt about it. That's and Josh Jacobs. Oh my God, Josh Jacobs! Holy Especially in redraft, because in redraft, I bet Holy Josh Jacobs was so wow, cheap. Dude. You know, startups obviously this yeah. year too, or if you traded for him. But man, Josh Jacobs! I have a team with both of them. Sure, yeah. you do too. Uh, I bet I do. I'd have to look man. around. I'm sick of having so many leagues. <laughs> you got to narrow them down, like me, man. Fifteen or more. That fifteen or more is just too much. That's where I draw the line. I just want. I want to have so few. That I care at least about at least one. Well, you should. <laughs> you should. You should. Yeah, I, I can't agree with that more. It's great advice, right there. Um, do you have any fears? Any tricks? Well, I any went. Treats? I went with uh, my own thing here. I went trick, treat, or smell my feet. You know who? You know who? Who you know who could smell my feet? Isaiah Spill, or rookie number seventy-one. He finally gets on the field, Swags. Finally gets on the it's field. Like negative gets, points, right? He gets his first four NFL snaps of the season all last week for one attempt, negative five yards. Players like Xander Horvath, Joshua Kelly, all starting before him. Oh, no, let's run out and get Sony Michelle and start him before him. Boy, oh, boy, can Isaiah Smiller, Spiller smell my feet. This rookie might stink. You know, I'm trying to think of um, what I am about. I'm trying to think of what I am about Brian Robinson at this point, to be honest with you, because I don't feel like he's a treat. I don't quite feel like we got tricked. No, definitely not. Um, I might be kind of scared. Yeah, I I like the kind of scared. I don't know if I'd pick it at this point. I like the kind of kind of scared. I think I'm kind of scared attempts last week. Is this a public public nervous announcement? If it could be, I don't. I'm, I'm so I, it, far away from feel, that page. It feels like one, like like the way you started it, the way you kind of set beep, it beep, up. Beep, beep, public nervous announcement. Shut up now. to Brian Har. <laughs> now it is one. I mean, kind of. You know, twenty attempts last week. If you weren't in a points per carry league and you looked at the points that Brian Robinson got you last week, you're very underwhelmed. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. twenty carries. I want. I want him to kind of carry me. He's not not give me like nine to eleven points off twenty carries. Yeah, I am kind of wondering who he is. 
Maybe it's the costume. Maybe we need a costume change um, <laughs> and what the identity will be. You know, we're going through crap on that team, like we mentioned. Yeah. Not too fair to make excuses for quarterbacks or wide receivers and not give a little to the running back. Um, yeah, I think it's one of those situations where I need to be honest with myself so that we can be honest with our listeners, at least through my lens at this point. And if I were going to be the guy for the last two years telling you that Antonio Gibson is probably going to be replaced, I think I have to have similar feelings about Brian Robinson, right? Right. Like, or maybe the running back's just not on that team yet. Like, a lot has to happen from Brian Robinson to be that workhorse back. Full-heartedly, I'm cheering for him. All I can give is hope. (laughs) But I don't want to give that to you. You know what I mean? Because, again, like... There's that responsibility. I do hope, though, for for my sake, my shares, um, that they continue to give him the opportunities. And we do see if he hits that groove and gets going. Because we do know that even young running backs do sometimes need that. He's only started the or played the last couple games. It is off getting shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. I, I do want to see what happens if he keeps getting this kind of workload. And... But, I mean, when you see Gibson doing as well as he does with the opportunities he gets still, even though he knows the offense better, it's hard to blame everything on the team. So I have some concerns. Yeah. I mean, he's getting the volume, which makes him super interesting in any format. But I do, you know, pretty much out the gate when he had the nine carries, they were just underwhelming. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like the whole team's underwhelming. Um, so it's really hard for me to, to put it all on a rookie on why it's not better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that the offensive line is not good. I think that's why, you know, Carson Wentz was struggling as much as he was. There was a lot of pressure, and I think that's also not good. So um, his matchups, unfortunately, were good. So that, that's, that's not great. You know, you want to see him capitalize in bad ma- bad matchups, and he's he's sneaking sneaking into double digit points here in the last two weeks, but averaging right around like three point four yards a carry. He's got the one TD. I don't know, Swags. Let me ask you a question: If if he comes out with a hundred yard game, because he had seventy yards last last week, if he comes out with a hundred yard game and another touchdown, do you start to warm up that quick, or you're like, no, I I'm that nervous. I need to see more. No, I mean, I think. To answer that a little bit of a different way, if he had a touchdown last week, yeah, if he broke one of those twenty touches, right, just into a touchdown, that I think I would have been fine with that. If you're in a points per carry league, I think he's worth looking at. He's, I think he's going to get some touches this year. But yeah, he's getting yeah, the with, touches. There's no doubt about that. They if, like him. If you can't find a way to get a touchdown off twenty carries, you should be doing podcasts like me. I was checking out the score of that game because I didn't know it off the top of my head. They, the Washington did score 23 points, so obviously they were in scoring position, and mm-hmm. Robinson did not uh, contribute. Yeah, uh, but Washington did win that game versus Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's got it in him. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, he had 13 receiving yards, 76 rushing yards, so. Yeah, puts him right around 90. Um, I think he has yeah. it in him. I, I think I, I agree with to. you. I agree with you. Nothing's been flashy. Um, and and when you watch it, like, because we don't want to just see, we don't want to watch numbers on a, on, a, on, on a computer. We want to watch them play. 
and and I feel like I can blame enough on the team and the offensive line to not come in too hard on Brian Robinson. So I think they were going to have a game or two this year to get excited about. We'll give Brian Robinson some smarties and see if it gets better. <laughs> Do you have any more um, fears or? Nah, that's all I had for you tonight. So I. That's all you have, and we already did our final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, well, final thoughts were a little premature. <laughs> we wanted to but make sure everybody was still listening. They were furious. I love them. But seriously, I, I think Fantasy Receipts is doing a decent job at what they're doing. and It's hilarious if you go in there. It's good stuff. Yeah. A, a lot of people get really upset. Oh, yeah? by like yeah and it's kind of like you kind of get it because sometimes you're like oh yeah 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 but um i think they're kind of doing it the right way for what it's worth i'm sure i don't mind it i don't mind it on their feed at some point i agree with you though i I rather it stay anonymous i don't know if i want to know who's doing it yeah even if i like them if it's you i I don't want to (laughs) know you know what i mean like yeah no i know Um, I think that that's what makes it so valuable, honestly. Or yeah. I don't know if valuable is the right word, but I mean, that's even sometimes with interesting. Um, like when I think one mistake that some fantasy football, and this is just the community that I'm around that I, I can speak for, so others may do it as well. But I think that one mistake that fantasy football community does is they let people know, like, who's running their account, like, who's like. Fenero and I run our Rookie Fever account. We don't have a big account. We hardly use it. We should a little bit more, but that that's always either Fenero or I. A little different. But, like, I don't like knowing who runs Dynasty Trade Calculator's account. I don't right. like knowing who runs Dynasty Nerds, Sleeper, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think that that's a mistake. Like, yeah, this I is agree. your job, but you don't get to get popular from it. <laughs> that, that and that's the problem everybody wants to be popular and this is what i'm doing but that to me that is an anonymous job it is a you have to be biased like i don't think you should know who's running those accounts i think that they are more valuable yeah. without a face behind it other than your company oh this is a good one i won't say who tweeted it originally but 2022 damian pierce is 2017 samaj p ryan <laughs> posted august 30th of this year yeah. That was, uh... No, we'll leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Go on Fantasy Receipts, and you don't have to dig too far to find that one. <laughs> this wax on a tear tonight. <laughs> it's just too bad, man. Like, it's so weird. Like, yeah, you'll see these, like, weird lists of, like, fantasy football people that oh, are yeah. the best in the community. Yep. And, like... 33% of them are asking me for advice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. It's just freaking weird, dude, because it's all just like about popularity and like I don't even know why it, it's triggered. I, I've, I've mentioned that it's a lot like high school sometimes. It is. it is. It is. And I hate that about it. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Losers trying to be winners on Twitter. <laughs> Fenero never said that. Nope. Nope. Never said it. <laughs> never said it. <laughs> Check out DynastyNerds.com. You also use code FEVER. Say 15%. Say 15%. Any they membership. have updates coming. Yeah, 2.0. We keep teasing it, but Rich was on the show and said it's coming in months. couple yep. months. I'm Swagzilla0G. I'm at Aardvark TV. I think you should trade Kadarius Tony if you have him. I'll give you a third and a sixth. <laughs>
<laughs> the funny thing is, is people would like be so insulted by that. <laughs> That's about what he's worth. That's just it. Like, yeah. uh, he's on. gonna is have a good game worth? at some point, and <laughs> yes, people are gonna, gonna do so many victory laps. Yeah, I think it's so funny because people hated Kadarius Tony. And now he's polarizing somehow. If everyone hated Kadarius Tony, why is he still polarizing? How come he always wears that hood hat thing? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Is why do just... any of the players do what any of them do? I don't know. <laughs> I stopped trying to guess why they do what they do. Yeah. But I, that one I just don't get. <laughs> that one. That's the one. No, there's yeah. some that you're just like, yeah, he's trying to do this or that, or being like a little bit flamboyant, or you peacocking motherfucker. The dude's just wearing like a hood hat. <laughs> like, you know, like. That's his thing, man. Don't, you can't take it away from him. That's his thing. <laughs> we are at Rookie Fever. We were just rated the number one rookie show in, in podcasts. I was going to say in the nation. Yes. Yeah. In America. Yep. Not worldwide. Follow us, review us with a five star only. We only accept five star reviews. We are at Rookie Fever and we are out. When you kiss me, when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moonlights up the night. I light up when you call my name, and you're going on a treat you right, rookie fever. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Something you all know Fever isn't such a new thing Fever started long ago now Who got the one-on-one scouting has never done this to before and run I told you anyone Size and speed just unreal Landing spot not ideal Wait, what's this breakout A full rookie fever stage Romeo loved Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he put his arms around her He said, Julie, baby, you're my friend I'll give a fever When we kiss it Fever without blaming you Fever I'm a fire Fever, yeah, I burn for soon got the fever, cause I got the fever, now you got the fever, so she got the fever, and he got the fever, no cure for the fever, so let's beat the fever, thank God for the fever, thank God for the fever, fever, now you got the 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 fever